0: So apparently, this movie, The Snowman, is like so terrible that we have to just see it. (laughs) It like it seems like it's like with the winner's tale of this year. (laughs) Yeah, like sort of. What were they thinking? Or like. This, none of this makes any sense at all. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, like,
1: I mean, even, like, the poster, like, that weird stick-figured snowman thing. It was just like, is this an indicator of the quality of this whole movie? Because it really seems like from everything I've heard. Like, I was like, that's about as much effort as we put into this entire movie. <laughs> well, Colin, weren't you saying
0: that, like, it's not even done? Yeah, like, like uh, I read a review of it, and they said that the director did, said that he didn't even finish shooting all of the script. <laughs> then oh they God. just, like, cut together, like, all the rest of the stuff. Oh, so- God. God. it's gotta be just a nightmare but i want to see it because of how bad it is well,
2: yeah that's, that's right up our alley it is all right we like
1: to torture ourselves yeah
2: <laughs> are you guys
0: ready Someone oh yeah
2: hey hey everybody welcome to yet another episode of i want you to watch this i am your host uh dennis and i'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts cohen, cohen and cohen we are co-hims <laughs> <No hens. laughs> yeah we're all co-hims um <laughs> but uh cullen and craig how are you both
0: so, I'm good, Dennis. <laughs> All right,
2: good. Um, well, uh, we are continuing our um our spy block here with um, uh, this is Craig's pick, uh, Man from Uncle, and uh, man, what a what a great fucking time that was. It's such a fun movie. It's, I had a it's blast. Fun, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's just super cool. Uh, it's a it's a movie take on an old '60s uh series. Um, 60s and 70s, maybe, even? I think just the 60s. It ran for, like, four years. Oh, okay. Um, My dad said that, like, they would watch it, like, every Friday. It was Man from Uncle Mm -hmm. Night. Um, It was, like, that good. So, um, yeah, before I babble on too much further, I'm going to pass it off to Craig to introduce his movie.
1: Yeah, so uh, Man from Uncle, the movie starts with CIA agent Napoleon Solo, played by Henry Cavill, And he is sent to escort Gabby, played by Alicia Vikander, into custody after her biological father disappears. Uh, It turns out her father is a scientist or was a scientist who had been working with the Nazis, though it's unclear whether it was willingly, and was employed by the U.S. government before disappearing. Pleasantries are cut short during the rescue as Solo discovers they've been bugged and sees Russian intelligence waiting outside of Gabby's mechanic shop uh an awesome car chase ensues where gabby proves she has as much skill behind the wheel as she does under the hood uh solo gets gabby out but it's messier than his higher-ups would have liked and he is threatened with a return to prison if he doesn't shape up um and his boss threatens him by uh you know saying that he knows that he's been skimming on on the side because they don't pay him enough to put truffles in his risotto solo Uh, And uh, the next day, Solo is introduced to his new partner, Ilya Kuryakin, played by Army Hammer, which we mistakenly said was... uh, Uh, Michael Fassbender? No, it was Fassbender. That's something that Michael Fassbender. Uh, That's jacked up Alan Tudyk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to describe Army Hammer. And uh, yeah, so he's the agent that was sent to try and kill him and capture Gabby the previous night. And it turns out that there's a criminal organization that uh, that has been pulling the strings behind a plot to steal uranium and build an atom bomb by kidnapping Dr. Teller, who is Gabby's father. Uh, So in order to infiltrate the organization, Kuryakin is staged as Gabby's fiance and solo as an art collector. Uh, And uh, on the first night, uh, Kuryakin and Gabby are robbed uh, in a test of his cover. Uh, he maintains allowing the men to steal his money after uh, after Solo uh, tells him to essentially uh, play the part of like a simpering uh, tourist. Uh, and Gabby's engagement ring, uh, all of his money, and his father's watch are stolen by these agents. Uh, so they all um, after that they make their way to a gala that they're try- where they're trying to infiltrate. Uh, A gala slash car race slash just giant rich people party. And (laughs) uh, while uh, Ilya and Gabby work uh, their way in with Gabby's uncle, Rudy, Solo demonstrates his skills as a thief with Countess Victoria Vinciguera and offers to steal a valuable piece she's been trying to acquire for her collection. Uh, While Ilya is in the bathroom, uh, 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 Gabby is making connections with count lippy a billionaire race car driving nazi who is interested in her as more than just a mechanic Uh, after discovering that the organization is further ahead than anticipated both agents decide to break into the research facility to try and find the enriched uranium though they both do so independently initially Uh, they find a centrifuge used in refining uranium but they're discovered Um, they escape from the facility. And uh, the Countess um, suspects that the thief uh, was the man that she just met, Gabby's fiance and Solo. And so she calls Solo's room to try and um, find him, and he's not there. Uh, so Uncle, and Uncle Rudy calls Gabby to try and speak with Ilya at the same time uh, to see if he's in his room. Neither one of them are there, and so the Countess and her men head to the hotel to try and get the drop on Solo, who arrives just in time to hold his cover. Stopping uh, the next day, the meeting at the meeting gets revealed that Gabby is uh, using the spies to get to her father, uh, and uh, it looks like she's trying to help them with the evil organization's plan. Uh, Ilya escapes, but Solo is drugged by Ventigera and tortured by Uncle Rudy until Ilya returns to save him. The agents are sent to intercept the delivery of the warhead as it's discovered that the uh, betrayal for Gabby was actually, um, or sorry, the agents are sent to intercept the delivery of the warhead that is being delivered from Ventigarra Island. And in the meantime, it is revealed that Gabby has actually been an agent for British intelligence the entire time. Um, And yeah, from there, they pretty much save the day team up and at the end they become the they become uncle which i'm forgetting what the yeah. uh well I, I looked
0: it up and it's almost as stupid as the acronym specter yeah, it's, it's like um, united what? network command for law and enforcement yeah they yeah. show it at
1: the end of the movie like in yeah. credits but yeah i totally was like eh, whatever
0: <laughs> but uh, we we uh didn't say that they also have um orders to obtain like the weapon themselves or like the plans themselves and eliminate the other agent if necessary yeah and in the end they destroy the plans and yeah they, yeah
1: so yeah that's yeah that's also the case yeah each yeah Ilya and solo are both told that the whole double cross double cross to the double cross because it's a spy movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: and in a in a really craftfully done spy movie um, I was I watched this with Drew and I kept telling Drew that I wish Guy Ritchie was like alive in the 70s to do all those Roger Moore movies yeah. because I thought that like he just nailed the whole feel of like what like a good James Bond well I you think know.
0: he's he's getting a uh, good James Bond but he's getting more of like the Connery era of James oh yeah Bond, yeah that's more of just like the time period that the movie setting. well
2: like like we're doing um, we're recording this in Kingsman kind of back to back and like I, I really like that because it's like uh, it, it, it's like of, doing a Connery movie exactly. and then and doing and then a, a Moore movie, Moore movie. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I was thinking about this, like, this is like Guy Ritchie's James Bond movie, because it's so structured just like a James Bond movie, and it's so full of, of like, everything that those are, and it makes me wish that Eon would allow auteurs to mess with Bond more right. often. That's the, their thing, is, like, they don't work with directors who want a lot of control, because the producers want to have a lot of control. Right, yeah. yeah. And well, like, I
1: think, yeah, that's oh where, like, a lot of these... That's where we get, you know, movies like this and, like, Kingsman. It's like, yeah, yeah those yeah, those directors who are like, always wanted to do a James Bond I'd, movie. I'd and love to do like, a James no, Bond movie. Eon's I can't do like, it the way no. I want to do it in any way whatsoever, so I'm just going to do another movie. Okay. Gonna oh, be... I'm going to go make
0: my own
2: James Bond movie. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did he do it. Um, yeah. Like, I, I just love... Um, my favorite thing, the, like, courses throughout this movie is how some, like, spy shit will go down and then, like... 30 seconds, if that, like later they'll reveal how it went down. You know, like, right yeah. on top of it. And it's just really cool and really
1: satisfying.
0: And done know? in, like, a cool Guy Ritchie way with, like, split screens yeah. and, yeah. like, everything's like highly stylized right. and cool. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, I really loved that, like, in, like, the island infiltration scene specifically. Like, the way that they use those, like, split screens, like, where it was, like, <laughs> cutting across and would be kind of, like, panels in a comic book almost. And then, like, sliding over oh, yeah. into, like, and different th- movements of the scene. And, and then
0: th- multiple times when they're doing this, like, uh, the two guys will come together and the split screen will, like, disappear. disappear yeah because (laughs) suddenly they're in the same frame it's so cool i
2: i really like that instance of using that because it um it glosses over like a lot of action you know like a lot of shoot 'em up and a lot of people dying and everything but it's like you know really quick and in this like mosaic even yeah and and it's yeah and and it's it's like that because this is a spy movie where i feel like you know the bond often forgets that you know where it turns into like he just murdered a hundred people in a car chase you know and now he's in a you know rocket going to the moon <laughs> yeah and, like, <laughs> whereas this stays like very firm to like what it is and um uh like i love how smooth uh napoleon solo is you know with like how he's just like the smoothest criminal like and totally unflappable yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, well, even, well, even when he's poisoned he's like like she's like what are you doing he's like i'm i'm laying down i've been here before unfortunately and i hit my head and i it, hit my head and i don't <laughs> want to do it again don't want to do
1: it again i do I do love too, like how, like yeah, he is a criminal who's been recruited by the CIA, uh, which is like something that is always like funny to me. Like it's always like the white guy who's like gets to be the criminal and then gets recruited by like the government agency. Like, well, uh, "Catch Me If You Can" is yeah, a good one of that. Oh
0: yeah, uh, uh, Tyrese is recruited by the government. Yeah, but that's only because that's only furious. because
1: he's brought in by he's a criminal in. who's already been yeah, recruited. Yeah, yeah and, There's no and, way and, he would have just been recruited on his own. And BT does he
2: was he was free on his own volition. Yeah,
1: yeah. like and then he got roped in by it by the white man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then like at the end, it's like. Funny because like Kim and are like talking about Rudy and like he's like in the chair and there's like talking about how like, well what should we do? Like and Solo's the one who's like, Well fuck that they're just gonna give him a deal anyway and he's just gonna they're just gonna like recruit him like do you mean the exact same thing that puts you in the position that you're in right now like and then it wasn't a problem because he electrocuted to death and, like, yeah caught this on was fire. all happening while <laughs> rudy is
0: being electrocuted and catching on fire in the background but I, I get i get solo getting upset about that because that guy was literally a monster and like solo oh, yeah. stole
2: paintings you know yeah, well, but
1: i mean he's still a criminal He was, was a criminal but like come on like <laughs> he stole paintings
0: from aristocrats out of the thought of the World War Two. I love Uncle Rudy though. He just has the oh. look of a classic Bond villain. Yeah. Like, he's so cool. He's like, really I love good that character. I love the main villain too. Yeah, uh, Victoria. the Countess. Yes, yeah. oh, she nails
2: it. You know, just this like yeah, just like tall, elegant like uh, femme fatale. You know. Yeah um the style in this movie is just just hands down That's amazing the,
0: the thing just like the whole aesthetic of right. it like everything like, is drenched in the 60s cool and... yeah anything vikander's wearing is just like
2: oh yeah that just nails it <laughs> and um something that was pointed out to me like after when i was like reading some trivia and stuff like it's pretty amazing there's no like
0: no one really takes off any clothing in this movie you don't see like there there's one like scantily clad moment with the um the concierge Who
2: Solo sleeps with? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's her backside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that one part, but like, no one else like really, you know. That's that's kind of relieving, and it was still a really (laughs) sexy movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At the same time, like the whole, I really just felt the whole love interest thing was forced, and it almost always is in like almost every movie anymore. (laughs) Like like, it's just like we just have to have like if there's a man and a woman in a movie, they have to get together and. And it felt like, almost, like, from the second that they were, like, fiancés, like, it was, like, all the, just, like, not really even any, like, resistance. Like, from the moment he was, like, oh, well, like, he saw her in the outfit that he liked her in, and then it was, like, oh, well.
0: Well, he's kind of resisting her, like, in the hotel when she's trying to seduce him, kind of, he...
1: Like, uh, he, th- like that, yeah, that lasts for all of like a minute and then she's but, like straddling him and then he's like and then she yeah just but then she out. passes out and he just
0: puts her like in bed
1: and like oh, goes yeah. back to his
2: work. like like it's it's written that he she is seducing him but it's like it comes off strangely
1: well i felt like it was supposed to be like more her like teasing him like, right. like he's like so uptight and so like she's like She's
0: trying to get him to drink and then she's like playing the music to distract him from his chess game and then she's doing, and she's wearing like the hippest sunglasses and dancing around (laughs) in the background in like an amazingly framed shot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just, I liked those characters individually and I really liked the, uh, I really liked the, like that sense of like competition and kind of like that, like rivalry between Solo and uh, and Ilya. Ah. But at the same time, it's like, for, like at the end of the movie, like she kind of becomes, like oh, like she's like she's actually like on equal footing with these characters. But throughout the movie, like there's a lot of things that are where she's just kind of like relegated to this role of like being a well, love interest well, until it's actually revealed that she's right. That's what because she she's undercover the with yeah. them, yeah.
2: And so like her cover is that they have to protect her, yeah. And so like of course she's like you know she's like you know sidelining herself even. Because they're the super spies and she's not supposed to be until she flips on them. Yeah, so right, she can't right. blow her own. All cover. right, all right. with
1: your logic. And <laughs> <us>.
2: <laughs> the thing that like like I agree with you on for sure though is that like I really love like all three of these people have amazing chemistry with one another and the to throw in the love interest between um uh the Russian and and her like it it just threw off this weird like balance, if it was you know? just for the
1: cover then I'd be like alright fine right. but like that it started to like actually be like a thing just right. felt like
2: they should just they should have left it as like flirtatious friendship between the three of them uh, yeah, yeah I agree, exactly you know? and yeah. like and you know it would be ambiguous who she's sleeping with or if they're even sleeping with each other you know and like or it could just well, like, be like I a like three way open polypline well, right? everyone that. is imagining anyways <laughs> because I like that the Sol- three of them are gorgeous <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that Solo isn't even interested in her though Solo's yeah. just like I can get like tail anywhere because <laughs> I'm Henry Cavill and I'm the <laughs> <laughs> smoothest guy who's ever lived and he, he has this awesome weird little vocal affectation where he speaks like this and like right. what is it he he's, says um, he's very direct those Russians let you out of the gulag <laughs> I love how <laughs> he says Nazi <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I love like the uh so like a few things on like the little rivalry was I love how they have like a, like dick measuring contest, but it's like all about like fashion and style. I, love like, that. <laughs> I actually made a note about like the two like
0: manly, like tough as nails spies are having like an argument about women's fashion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was the uh, uh, when they're like cutting through the fence, and he's like, uh, hardened boron cut with the CO2 laser, but, like and hardened then with Elias a CO2 laser, like, and then he's like, CO2 laser. <laughs> CO2, it is a CO2 laser. <laughs>
2: I love that I love that uh, balance between like the like how like the Russians had better technology than the Americans, but he was just more skilled. Like Yeah, he's like yeah, had that like ingenuity. Right. Like yeah. Yeah, but uh like it, but you know, the resources that the Russians had was like superior at the time or whatever, you know? And
0: But is he more skilled? Because like in that opening chase scene Arming Hammer chases down the car and rips the back oh, panel off of Oh, that's my favorite! It. Is, like, like, is, is he's like, like the throws it yeah. <laughs> from like hundred yards away and hits the car? Like, and when he's he he like when he's describing
2: the situation like later on to a Superior, uh, who's by the way is played by a character uh, in Mad Men named Delane, who's this like snubbling um, like Englishman, and so it was kind of interesting to watch him <laughs> do an great. American accent. But um, I forget the the actor's name. But uh, anyways. Uh, um, uh, when he's describing like the the Russians agents, like like he, it chased down my car. <laughs> yeah, he keeps it referring to, him to as as it. It. <laughs> it tried to stop it.
1: Yeah, and also, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just like the sixties. Uh, one of the things, other things, I was just like, what the fuck. It's like Gabby was just drinking out of a public oh fountain. Oh my god! I remember noting that <laughs> when we all watched <laughs> this together like a,
0: a like a year or so ago. But then I noted it again when we were watching this.
1: <laughs> she drinks out of up, like a Parisian a fountain. 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 Like I'm yeah. like, in what I, I don't care what like, decade that was, like that's oh, never no. real. Especially back. She's, then. she's now
0: just got all the diarrhea in the world. For, <laughs> forever. She's going to die. <laughs> I thought that was very bizarre, for sure. <laughs> it does, it's not explained. <laughs> yeah, I want. I wondered if it was like a choice by the actress, or, or if like that was a specific direction. But just really why thirsty. would anyone? It's disgusting. Right. It was very gross. <laughs> uh,
2: um, the soundtrack. I was just about to say <laughs> the fucking soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack is out of this world. It is so fucking good, and it like puts you right in the mood. And it's the it's. It's the number one reason why I wish they would let an director do the James yes. Bond franchise. Because it made me realize that like as great as the Bond theme
0: song is, it's still hanging out there by itself is just like, and, you know. And I mean, we don't really have Ken Adam scores anymore. Like no. it was a different thing when like Ken Adam was scoring those movies. Now, I mean, not to say anything against uh oh god. The other guy. Yes. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> punching my bond card right now i know this man's name david arnold, <laughs> david uh, arnold. Uh, not to say anything against david arnold because i like his scores a lot but the soundtrack for this movie is so great and it puts you in the time period of the movie so right well.
1: i really loved one of my favorite uh i've got a couple one of my, the first one that i really noticed was when uh they're escaping from the research facility and it's like Ilya's like riding around in the boat after uh, Solo's been knocked off and he like goes to the truck and he's like just he sitting just in there like turns, turns on the radio it there, yeah. and it's just like this like slow like Italian oh, like song just like yeah. and he's just like finds like a little like box lunch in there like a little picnic basket and yeah, he's like, just like eating while, wide, while there's like, like yeah he's just like chasing around Like yeah,
0: the, this <laughs> is all <laughs> happening in the background of the scene we're like focused on Henry Cavill like just having this nice lunch <laughs> in the truck with this beautiful yeah, Italian and song and in, like, in, like the reflection of the glass you see like a boat just like yeah, and then the yeah. boat. Circling around, and then it
2: explodes. Right? <laughs> I think, like that's like, I think he was he was contemplating just bailing and letting him die in that situation because he was like, you know, oh yeah. And then you know he's like, yeah, fine, I'll go save him. <laughs> and then he just drives it off the cliff and or drives it off the pier and onto the boat. And um, then
1: uh, another really uh, cool soundtrack moment that I enjoyed was when uh Vinci Guerra is coming to the hotel and it's like this music is happening and like as she gets up to the door she like says like shh to like the people standing at the door and And the the soundtrack soundtrack stops yeah Yeah. Yeah. I I love that moment I love
2: I love that whole (laughs) series of events where like they're just hauling ass to get there, and like she's at the desk of the hotel, and they like run past, and right when they do and go up the stairs, like she turns and like walks towards it, and it's like just the timing of the camera panning back and forth like makes it so they're like gone. Yeah, and, and again, it's
0: shot just in this total Guy Ritchie fashion, oh, where it's yeah. like frenetic like camera movement and stuff. Right. It's like, oh, it's it's so well made.
2: I know, and it's um. It, it, it was a damn shame that they, it was, Um. I think it was released next to a Mission Impossible movie, like Rogue Nation or something like that, <laughs> which just murdered it because no one's going to go to two spy movies in a weekend, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, this movie made money. It did. It yeah. did
2: well. It made like, it was like 125 off of 75 million or something like that? Yeah.
0: Off of 75, it made 109. 109. Okay. Yeah. So a little less than I thought. but,
2: uh, So it did well, but like, I mean, I know a lot of people that haven't even heard of it. Oh, know? I
0: know. I totally, like, there are so many people who... Like vaguely heard of this movie but haven't seen it and it's a real shame because of how good it is. Right? Yeah, and it's it's extremely accessible
2: because it's not wildly. I mean, it is sexist in parts for sure and it is racist for sure. Well, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. It does not pass any Bechdel test.
0: (laughs) Not a single movie we cover in this block is going to pass the Bechdel test. Um, But uh, it is,
2: you know, it's not. It's not unapproachable is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> you know, well like
1: there was a moment too where it could have happened like when gabby like betrayed like or you know quote unquote betrayed them and it's like on the island with ventura they literally come face to face but then they each address the man that's opposite yeah. of ah, them so, and i was so just like pass, what the fuck no, no, <laughs> they pass question
0: one yeah they fail que- they fail on question two and <laughs> it's still uh f- for listeners if you don't know what the bechdel test is it's um if a movie can answer yes to all three of these questions, then, like, it has a certain degree of femininity to it. And it's, are is there more than one female character? Number two, do the two female characters talk to each other? And number three, when they talk to each other, is about something other than one of the male characters?
1: Yeah, it, so it got one, one out of three. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there were two women in this movie. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: also, how the fuck did no one... Uh, how the fuck did the Russians find out that Solo had the disc. Like he stole he took the disc from the the husband's uh ben husband's dead body. Right. Like when no one was watching and didn't give it to any of his superiors. Right. But yet somehow like that like later that day, like the Russians are like I hear Solo has the disc. Maybe he's been,
0: they've been monitoring his communications with his, like, But he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have. He, had, I know. No, because, like. Just trying to speculate I, I for any explanation for it. Right. There's Perfect. no reason. Or they and decided also, for
1: him just to hold on to it. Yeah, well, and then there's also no reason for him to have, like, had it, like, in any way visible or like out when Ilya like showed up to his room. Just hanging out with his laundry. Yeah, just like, oh, I'm just going to have this like slightly sticking out of my socks. socks. He
0: he has it there because he wants Ilya to see it. He has it like, like very lazily concealed because he, that's the whole point of the thing is like, we're going to destroy this together. So again, something
1: that he shouldn't have, no, but that's the thing. He didn't know that Ilya knew that he had it at that point. He wouldn't has know, to. because, no, because Ilya had just gotten that call and was, like, told to go kill him. And there's just no way that either well, maybe, one of them would have known what maybe the other was no, doing at that moment. Like, I was saying, like, like it, was, it was
2: predetermined that, you know, Solo just picked it up and he was holding on to it. And then he got the order to be, like, go into his room and take it. It's, like, it's kind of how I interpreted it. And then, like, him leaving it out as being, like, hey, look, I have this thing. Let's not murder each other. Here's your dad's watch. Let's burn this yeah, thing.
0: I, and
1: I, yeah, and become man's and That's how I. There's this this little little yeah a little hiccup. It's let's, better let's, put together but... than like the time when uh, they're like <laughs> being
2: tested in Rome. This is ridiculous when they when they get jumped when uh, um okay what's his name Parob? or the Russian spy I can't, I'm Ilya Ilya Kuryakov, or Kury, Then how come Solo calls him Carol? I, I... missed that. Or peril, or something like that. oh,
1: because because uh, he's the red peril. It's like he's oh, the red right. peril, and and, uh, and uh, Solo is cowboy. Cowboy, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I get
2: it. I didn't. Okay.
1: That's just like that's just yeah. Like you're American. Ah, you're Russian. Ah, ah. yeah.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, well, when they get jumped, you know, when they're getting tested by Victoria's gang, um, like for being spies or not, and like he has to like you know like be jumped and like take it like a quote unquote pussy, like um and it's also like they're like hold their cover and like immediately after like immediately after the thugs walk away i'm not saying like oh five minutes pass, no like immediately after the thugs walk away uh, napoleon solo comes down from the hill so he's like hiding behind a rock and he just turns the corner and like he's supposed to be their like art dealer or something like that like he's like you know, in their employ. And so he, what, he's just showing up in the middle of the night to hang out with this engaged couple. Like, well, I do blow he, your cover. I don't,
1: they, they haven't met Victoria yet.
2: No, they haven't. But they're being tested. Like,
1: well, no, but they don't even know that Solo was with them in any way at all. So it's like those two are doing their thing, and Solo is like completely independent of them as far as anyone else knows. But that's even so more
2: sloppy because Solo plays a role that's very like personal but to no, Tori in the just, near future.
1: But no, Solo's just supposed to be like so like out of sight, so good at spying that they just never would have seen oh, him at okay. all. Yeah. Like it's that's like what he's supposed to be is like he's just is he supposed to have come out of the shadows. <laughs> he just fuck. Batmaned out of the shadows. Like,
2: like they could have just turned around and saw. That they were talking to some dude, you know, like.
1: No, he's just supposed to be like, just like Spy Elite and just like uh, come out of the shadows. That he, was, that's what that was supposed to. He should
2: have been Batman,
0: not Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I, speaking of that, I'm so glad to see Henry Cavill in this because. The only other thing I've really seen him in is like Superman. Yeah, is 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 his terrible Superman. And um, I thought he was all right.
1: Mm, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, why? Is, I'm allowed to my own opinion. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you are allowed why to your wrong opinion.
0: Why is you Superman are entitled rooting to rooting more than Batman is. That's my problem with. That oh yeah, yeah. Well, Batman v Superman is terrible. <laughs> but, i'll give it that but anyway, i like manis I, I like henry cavill in this i think he does a great job but he also um when he does the tablecloth trick like uh-huh. playing, that's actually henry cavill really yep. doing that yep he learned that trick for this movie um
2: uh, one one fact about cavill that i liked is that he he was quoted saying that he was glad not to have to uh have a scene without wearing a shirt because then it allowed him to focus on his acting as opposed to just working out all the time and like looking really good. <laughs> that's awesome. And he's like, it was like it was such a relief, like being able to like focus on my character instead of my physique. And so uh, that made me smile and kind of depressed for uh, actors out there. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. try Oh, jeez. Like, oh. yeah.
2: like, I just want to act. It's like too bad, meatbag. You're gonna be working out for the next six months. Aww. Yeah,
1: that's that's like the the best of it like the worst of it is being told you have to get undressed and oh like, like suck my dick yeah like, thing? Yeah, that's yeah like well the... i know
2: but like <laughs> I, I mean i'm not getting into the nitty-gritty of fucking
1: yeah yeah i know I, like yeah it's <laughs> come on tough. craig no it's stuff like yeah
0: having to like work out for a role but at the same time it, it, it'd it's be worse to have worse. to do something with harvey weinstein <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i fucking know that i mean give me a break well, you know no, that's I'm like, saying. no yeah i do
1: I, I know yeah. i just felt like you know
0: Okay. I love how they exchange, like, all the bugs that they find on themselves. Yeah. He's oh, doing, yeah, these I love that. are Russian made, nice. like, throwing them one at <laughs> a time. And then he goes back into his room and goes, oh, these are American made and very low technology. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, also, I feel like a few things that they, like, kind of, Gave away too much on. I felt like with Gabby, like she didn't need to make that call when they left, like to like confirm the meeting with Room Three Hundred Four, because it was like not like that was a red flag. It was oh no, she's obviously working for a third party that's like no one else like here, right? Do you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Maybe? saying. Maybe so yeah. it's like uh, so it's like after uh what is like after they go to the research facility, right. she calls uh or uncle rudy calls her to set up the meeting and then after she gets off the phone with rudy she calls room 304 right like and i was like oh well she's obviously like when that and that like when they did the portrayal, then it was like i was like oh no she's obviously like not actually betraying them she's actually working for someone else that's not like this organization or the russians or the americans so it would have to be the british
0: yeah maybe I mean, yeah. the British weren't introduced by then. She, she's working for. No, somebody, they were. But it's, Does, uh, no, they weren't. Not until like Hugh Grant is like in there earlier, but it's not revealed that he's M until later. Yeah, he oh, was okay. acting to be an arms dealer. or something. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So it was
2: like it was like you're right. Like you know, like if you're. I just felt like if they just
1: it, like just clip. left out that one little part that like sell for like the betrayal would have been. Like, I would have been no like, idea. oh my god. Yeah, damn. yeah it's <laughs> damn. a nice hint because it
2: kind of shows that she's up to something else as opposed to just being you know a. Kind of kidnapped woman, yeah. you know, this but whole no, thing? but that's
1: the thing is she wouldn't have been the kidnapped person if she had been like saying I'm legitimately like betraying both of you right now. It would have been like, no, I'm, I'm not in any way a victim. I'm just actually fucking you guys over. But then at the very end, it would have been like, psych, got everybody. I'm actually with British intelligence. I don't know. Well, I'm just nitpicking at this it, point. It, I'm just being nitpicky at this point. In okay. that scene where she makes
0: that phone call, like um, that shot where she's like the two little twin beds and this really cool production design, and the wallpaper and everything, and it's this like really symmetrical shot and everything. I had this weird thought of like, well, if I took a screen ch- cap of like just this one shot and showed it to like most people who are you know serious movie fans and said, "Who do you think the director of this movie is?" I think most people would say Wes Anderson.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, the framing was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually did think about that. Like in some, in some scenes it was very, yeah,
0: there were certain scenes that I was like, wow, this looks like a Wes Anderson movie. Right.
2: Especially with like the racetrack. And yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The whole gala and everything. It was very, um, uh, twee. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot talk about Wes Anderson right. without saying twee. Because it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just unbearably it. cute. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's yeah, that's what Sanderson in a nutshell. Yeah. It's just invariably cute sometimes. Um but also in a very good way. Um well I'm uh I'm kinda of running out of notes on this movie, um, as opposed to just, you know, kinda of just wanna say that it was it's just so cool to me. I, uh, oh, and uh this is uh one of the one of the few movies that I, I uh that we've covered that I've actually bought that like I just had so much fucking fun watching this movie that it's like
0: after it was done I was like, you know what? I could watch that again and I like bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my last few things are just, uh, direct reference, direct references or direct lifts from James Bond. Um, Hammer at one point, um, picks up a motorcycle and throws it at somebody. Yeah. Uh, that happens in Free your eyes only. And they, um, use the bombs to destroy each other. Just like the end of the spy who loved me. Oh yeah. Um, also like the spy who loved me. It's like a, a British and a Soviet agent to have to work together. So to... Yeah yeah hmm. um, I uh, also read that uh, Guy Ritchie
2: uh, the, he had the option of like modernizing this movie and like bringing it into the present day but then chose to keep it in the 60s as to give it its own world and its own like set of rules and everything and keep it outside of our own uh, much you know, like he wanted to keep it separate, like from like movies like Born Identity or you know stuff like that, yeah. or like even the more
0: recent Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. So, and similar to that, like going back to the idea of auteurs uh, being allowed to do James Bond, Tarantino said he would want to do one, but he would do it as a period piece. He would set it in the '60s. Right,
2: I think I heard about that too. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't like that. Yeah. No, I, mean... I don't think I would like a Tarantino Bond movie. It would be... <laughs>
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm I'd like it if it was like. <laughs>
0: A movie in a movie. Yeah, you know, like but, a movie in a Tarantino but movie. But I, I don't need the N-word a whole bunch of times in a James Bond movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> he could kind of retire and I'd be fine with it. Uh, <laughs> um,
2: yeah, that kind of wraps me up. You got, you got anything else there? I'm getting...
1: Crickle get grown. on, Uncle.
2: All right. Yeah. yeah um, I thoroughly enjoyed this and I'm very happy that there's a sequel being written right now. Um, and yeah. So, look forward to that. Um, So, that'll wrap up our review of The
0: Man from UNCLE uh, 2015. Guy Ritchie, check Uh, it out. Yeah, Uh, 7.7 on IMDb, 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 84% audience tomatoes. Good. That's about what I anticipated. Um, Oh, sorry, that was our next movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was looking at the wrong page of my notes. Yeah. Sixty-six percent Rotten Tomatoes, seventy-three percent audience tomatoes, seven point three IMDb. Yeah, uh, that could be a yeah. little bit higher, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah,
2: uh, Man from Uncle, check it out if you haven't already, because we just spoiled it for you if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have uh, any any uh, questions? I know in your your missions from uh, from from, from Russia with love, from Russia with love, from the love of I, I don't think so. I I don't i do not um james bond connections or did you kind of i mean the
0: whole thing is the whole basically fucking a james bond movie but <laughs> no like actors per se okay um yeah i i have a mad man
2: in this movie <laughs> a madman connection a madman <laughs> 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 yeah it was, it was it was fun seeing him uh kind of uh flounder at an american accent which just always cracks me up seeing english actors try to do an american accent
0: oh you and mcgregor doing one and i I believe black hawk down where he's talking it's all about the grind it can't be too coarse it can't be too fine it's it's the most awkward sounding thing (laughs) yeah like that
2: (laughs) i enjoy that (laughs) um Well, on to any, uh, I guess, uh, recommendations. Any recommendations that you gentlemen have for anything that
1: you've been enjoying Um, recently? I will recommend a podcast podcast. that I haven't listened to in a while, actually, but I really, really love it and want to get back into it. It's uh, Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men. And it is a lot of episodes so far. I'm not sure where they're at, but they pretty much start from issue one of the X Men and just go. Wow. Yeah, and they explain the X Men, (laughs) and then like yeah, they start like later in the like later in the show they start going into um like different uh like kind of like side comics you know like new like new mutants and x-force and things like that but mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a pretty uh definitive guide into the x-men and it's pretty awesome
2: sweet i'm gonna have to check that out yeah kind of some walk down nostalgia lane with that
1: it's pretty awesome mm,
2: i know
0: colin i'm gonna continue my trend of recommending bond movies uh in the spy block and say if you have not seen on Her Majesty's Secret Service because you're like oh that's the one that George Lazenby's in and he only did the one like see that that movie it is really good like Lazenby is is okay he's does a serviceable job but everyone else in that movie is so good and Diana Rigg is like apart from Vesper Lynn the best Bond girl of all time and Diana Rigg is amazing in that movie yeah it has like um, awesome ski chase scenes it's got everything it's a really really good bond movie and it has the craziest ending ever <laughs> um it
2: also has a very questionable cold open um
0: yeah which is fun <laughs> yeah not one of the better cold opens in no. that movie but still but the movie by the, and large is the rest good. of the movie is really good yeah. so if you haven't seen it just for one reason or another check out on her majesty's secret service yes i second that recommendation colin um my recommendation is uh
2: actually music um the band Odessa. it's um kind of like i guess electronica um holy fuck i just uh, saw a concert of them this last weekend and my mind is blown i um i i rarely go to shows anymore and um i i was really glad that i went out of my way and caught this one like um like you know when you get like the music chills like i had that for like 45 minutes straight like it was just <laughs> the coolest fucking thing like just the coolest concert i uh i was freaking out it was so much fun um nice. so yeah Odessa. it just like they just make me feel good when i listen to them it's just so upbeat um but not like annoyingly so you know <laughs> uh which kind of can happen with yeah. that kind of music you
1: know I'm supposed to be seeing Arcade Fire tomorrow. Oh, how fun! And I don't really know them very well. Oh, really? Yeah, my friend's like, I got free tickets. You Dude,
2: go? no binge on the album <laughs> Funeral for sure. That like that that band is fucking dope. I think their older stuff is better than their later stuff, but they've put out some amazing records. Like Neon Bible and Funeral are two of my favorite albums. Like they're up there, so check those out for sure before you go to the show.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'll check it out tonight.
2: Sweet um well all right that kind of wraps wraps up our recommendation yeah um, where can people find us Tana? well cullen uh they can find our podcast on uh twitter at iwytwt as well as each one of us individually uh i am at the Bucks.
1: i'm at catharticus i'm at cullen lunch
2: and you can find all of our episodes on soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash iwytwt and hey we're over 2500 listens so Thank y'all for listening. It's so much fun to do this podcast and it's great to listen from you guys. Um, We, uh, I am currently, if you've noticed, I closed the Facebook page. It is no more. I deleted it. It is out of existence and I'm waiting for that um, URL to be available again. So I can reopen it to something that is more, you know, community and people post shit and more fun. Um, So that might be coming uh, to Facebook. Um, ooh outside of that I just want to uh, kind of talk about how at the end of this block we're gonna be doing a, uh, um, a movie pitch episode as we've been doing at the end of blocks lately and uh, but this one we we come to you, the audience to uh, pitch some like ideas of like you know some gadgets you'd like to see in a spy movie like uh, you know what I'm talking about like a you know like a shoe that doubles as a grappling hook. Or, um, or a
0: pen that's a grenade, or yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, or a phone that can also access the internet, yeah, whoa, <laughs> or an
0: attache case that has a tear gas cartridge in it, and a knife in the side, and 50 gold sovereigns <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> um, but for whatever
2: uh cool spy gadget that you come up with um you should post it on our twitter feed um at iwitwt and uh with your name and we will uh do a shout out in a in a little in a little cue, our own little Q's corner type of deal yeah. um it's gonna be fun I'm looking forward to it um yeah so uh look for that and it'll be i guess two or three weeks from now we'll be that episode so um yeah anything else am i forgetting anything guys um, uh, shout out to Mirror Fears she has a new album out you can find her on mirrorfears.bandcamp.com she's awesome check her out fucking love this new tra- this new album
0: um, yeah yeah uh, give us a rating and review wherever you listen to us and uh, yeah what's next uh,
2: well what's next <laughs> is the bookend to our um, lovely spy block and that's uh, Kingsman uh, The Secret Service which is uh, my pick and nice uh, so excited to be talking about it in just a few minutes yep um, yeah so uh, check that out in uh, the next week um, so yeah thanks for listening and join us next for a few minutes